Doc, welcome. How are you? Hey, Mike. How are you? Good, thanks. Doc, um, let me start with this. Um, the calf injury that Durant had that kept him out 33 days, um, he waited. He finally came back. He looked good that that day. He said there were, they said there were no minute limitations. He was seen before the game dancing around in the hall, you know, and he looked great early in the game. Then he goes down, obviously, with this uh, serious uh, uh, Achilles injury. Any correlation first between the calf injury he had, would that in any way have caused the Achilles, or could it have in any way caused the Achilles injury? Made him more susceptible, Mike. Um, I did the math. You know, like you said, it was 33 days. It takes six weeks to heal a calf strain. So he was probably about 80%, but when I heard he was going to play, I did the math to see, you know, if he was six weeks out, and I told a good friend, just watch out. He could be in trouble. Here's what happens. You compensate. So, for instance, when we have an athlete that hurts one thing, we'll let them know before they're totally reconditioned, they're likely to hurt something else. I watched the video of him hurting himself. He just stepped awkwardly, which would have been different if he was probably further down the road and he snapped his Achilles. Now, here's a common thread too, Mike. He's 30 years old. I'll give you some others. Kobe Bryant, 34. Dominique Wilkins, 32. LT, 33. This is something that happens at this age with these professional athletes. You remember in the fall we talked about Eric Berry at 30 years old and how long, right. and then he never really came back. So he's a set up a little bit because of his age, but more importantly, he wasn't 100%. When he went out there, I said to a good friend, you know, I'd probably put him out there as well and take a chance because it was, you know, make or break. But there's no question that he was more susceptible to hurt something because of the calf, and that's unfortunate. Doc, he went out there, I'm sure, pain-free, but do you think, I mean, I know this is speculation, but do you think they did anything to, to the, do you think they gave him anything for that calf, or would they just wait till he was pain-free after 33 days? Would he be pain-free after 33 days? Did they wait for that, or did they do something to, to help him along with that? Probably pain-free but untested. They probably did not give him anything. Again, remember in the fall when we talk about hamstrings, if they come back too early, they re-tear, right? Yep. So it heals with scar, but it doesn't heal with the proper elasticity. So what happens is it just snaps. Their tissue, just the feedback loop isn't normal. So, you know, it's the same principle. He was at risk to either re-tear the calf or, unfortunately, do something else, and he did that something else. All right, now, um, I, I, we lo- I looked up the fastest guy back. He had the surgery already. Now, as we know, this was a uh, – would we call this – is there a difference between calling it a full tear and a rupture, or would that be the same thing? Same thing. There's a partial tear and a full tear, which is the same as a rupture. I heard one of your callers earlier right. talk about the difference between a tear and a, and a rupture. There's a partial tear, full tear, and rupture, and a rupture and full tear are the same thing. Okay. A partial tear sometimes can heal. A full tear can actually heal but they lose the proper elasticity and they never gain their push-ups. Has the, this, Doc, when I was a kid, when you would hear, and we're talking with Dr. Steve O'Brien, uh, Hospital for Special Surgery, when I was a kid, I don't care what sport it was, when you heard a guy got an Achilles tendon 
you thought his career was over. That was it. That was the death knell, no matter who it was, what sport it was, whatever. Um, I know all technologies have changed. The uh, time now, fastest guy back, Wes Matthews, seven and a half months. Has the protocol, has the technology, has the rehabilitation made this a lesser injury than it was, or is it still the same ominous injury? Lesser injury than it was, um, and everyone heals differently. I recently actually was with Dominique Wilkins, and I asked him about his Achilles, and he healed really, really well. He felt we had the same push-off. But I can tell you, Kobe Bryant was a different player. LT was a different player. Kevin Durant will be back, but he'll be a little bit different player. He won't have the same, probably, push-off. So he'll change his game to accommodate a little bit. He'll still be a but he won't probably be the same. So um, it, would you – let, let me – and this is a hard question, but I'll ask it anyway. If you – knowing how good this player is, if you know that he could come back next March – Considering the fact he's 31, considering everything that's gone into who he is and the athlete he is uh, and his frame and everything else, uh, would you be leery about signing him or do you think they could get three or a team could get three or four really? Like they said, they did a study just to give you an example 20 players who came back from it, the average. Uh, was five to eight percent they went down in productivity from where they were before the injury five to eight percent um, five to eight percent off Durant would still be a special player um, would you be comfortable with a team signing it or would you recommend they should not go near him let's put it this way I would definitely not give him a long-term contract Mike because he's at an age he could rupture the other side this may not have the same push-off I mean He's a great player. If he were a guard, he'd be dead. But at his position, he could come back. I certainly wouldn't sign him to a long-term contract unless I wanted to take that risk. Do you think he would ha- is he more susceptible for a different injury or more susceptible to re-injure this injury? More susceptible to rupture the other side. He's demonstrated that he ruptured his calf and his Achilles on one side. He's 30 years old. He's at the prime time for this to happen, like I quoted the other guys. I, I, I'd be leery about a long-term contract. That doesn't mean I couldn't be wrong. But if I'm hedging my bet, I'd have a pretty good insurance policy on that contract. Gotcha. So uh, we're talking with Dr. Steve O'Brien. Um, have you seen anybody, Doc, come back fully from an Achilles tendon tear? Yes. But a lot depends on what's expected of them. Like I told you, if this were a point guard, I would say he'll never be the same. If jumping was his game. If you took someone like Shaq... Yeah, he probably wouldn't notice that much. Right. Kevin's somewhere in between. I think Kevin will come back. He'll be a really good player, but I certainly would either not sign him to a long-term deal or I'd get a good insurance policy because he's already demonstrated two injuries that happen at this age in the same guy in the same leg. I'd be worried about him doing it on the other side. Does Achilles uh, – What do you think he'll change his gait? Is that the idea? Well, you know, if they get the length, length – tension relationship like a tension a rubber band if they get it right he can come back very close to where he was but it doesn't always so you know he could come back close to what he was but i i wouldn't count on it my guess is he'll step back when he shoots he'll change a little bit little bit of things in his game that he does now 
Doc, does it matter who does an Achilles tendon as far as uh, is it an easy surgery or is it one like a knee replacement or the delicate shoulder operations uh, where you want a certain guy? Do you need a certain guy for a uh, for to do this operation or is it a more rote operation? No, you need a certain guy because what you have to do, Mike, is position the tendon perfectly so and 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 fix it perfectly so that it has the same elasticity, that the rubber band still works the same. That's an art, not a science. And so who does it is important. And then this historically has a lot of issues with wound problems. So again, you want a guy who's very experienced doing this. Also, is rehab, is that is how they rehab and what kind of care they, I mean, is different rehabs going to get a different result with this thing? No question. I heard you earlier that these guys have access to the right care, and he will. So they'll know how to bring him along, and there'll be less risk him being brought along with the people I'm sure he'll be working with. Uh, but is there varying results with Achilles tendon, Doc? Are there times where they have – let me ask you this way. What is the main issue that's a negative that you get when the Achilles doesn't heal right? You lose your power push off. You, you lose the power you lose the power to push off on that leg. Absolutely. And that's the key. That's why you need someone who's done a lot of these and Mike, if I deserve doing I thought people I think we lost him for a second. Let's see if we can. We're talking with Dr. Steve O'Brien. He's given you a lot of good information. And for the camp that is against signing him, he's given you more uh information for that side than he has for the side of the camp signing him. Clearly, he is not as positive on signing him as uh, some other people would be. There's no question. So you've heard that from him. We'll try and uh, get him back up now because uh, I called him on the fly. So uh, he's calling us uh, probably from a cell phone, but we are he's traveling. So uh, we should be able to reunite with him in a minute. But he gave you the idea that it is important. Now, I'm not sure which doctor. I don't know if it's been mentioned yet what doctor I Operated on him. Someone said today that he was operated on in New York. I don't know if that is true or not. I do. I do know that he had the operation. I don't know uh, if the Golden State team doctors did it or not. I'm not even sure who the Golden State team doctors are. Um, uh, you know which one does the, the Golden State team? I'm not sure. Um, but uh, Doc did say that that is a key factor, as it would be safer. Go ahead, Doc, and I let's see hear your connection now. So what I was saying, Doc, is the biggest issue if you have a negative reaction is gonna be that he doesn't have the strength in that leg and can't push off. Correct. That's exactly right, yeah. And the other thing is you were asking about variability in healing. Different people heal differently. We call it the host response. Right. So, you know, but but the biggest key is getting the right tensioning. That's the key. I mean, explain that. Uh, what, what do you mean the right tensioning? In the so tendon words, itself? In, 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 yeah. Okay. What okay. You, have to, you have to suture it and stitch it can't it be slack. It can't be slack. It's got to be taut, right? Perfect. You got it exactly right. And you can make it too taut or too slack. That's why you asked me about experience of a surgeon. You want someone that's really good at doing this so it's not too slack or it's not too tight. If it's too tight, they could rupture again. If it's too slack, they don't have any push-off. Is the this in Doc? What now? This used to be the death knell, as we all know, 
uh, and and that was always the way when we were young, uh, or when I was young. It was always the way you heard about it when when a guy got it. Uh, what has been the advancements they've made just in the therapy time, or or the uh, wh- how has it gotten better? Is it the uh, stuff they use? Is it just that doctors have just gotten better at all these surgeries? What? Why is it a better outcome now than it used to be for uh, for ten- for the for Achilles tendons? First of all, we know better how to tension it. Second of all, we used to put them in a cast for four to six weeks; they'd be stiff as hell. Now they get them moving within a prescribed range of motion right away so they don't get stiff and stiffness in the ankle. you got to remember when you immobilize the foot and ankle, it's not just the Achilles that gets stiff, it's the whole ankle. And then they lose muscle mass in their calf and all that. So the rehabilitation's improved tremendously, and it has to do partly with the technique and partly with the rehab, no question. They just get them moving much faster. Interesting. Uh, and, you know, it, it's still a pretty – now, you're, you've always been on this – you've said this to me a lot, that guys, athletes, when they get around 30, get susceptible to, to, to tearing their Achilles tendon. How, how come? Not Well, there, there is a scientific reason. They lose what's called their feedback loop. What happens is when you go to jump, your brain's able to tell your muscle exactly how much tension – to use as you get a little older you lose that feedback loop and it snaps it pulls too hard it rips itself and phase 28 to about 42 is when this happens i looked up this afternoon i only saw very few athletes that this occurred in less than 28 years old so things change as you get a little older and the feedback and the muscle changes and they're more prone to tear would you think it would have been uh, unusual? Could he have torn the same way he did if he hadn't had the calf, or do you think the calf was a factor? Calf was a factor, but he's also susceptible. He is susceptible anyway. And is he now more su- – even if he heals properly, he's more susceptible in the other leg because why? Changing the gait or putting pressure on the no. other leg? No, because this is an athlete that tore in both places that an athlete this age tears. He got a double whammy, tore both. Usually get one or the other. This this athlete, unfortunately, I think is going to be susceptible to have this happen on the other side. Interesting. Uh, that that and that would if that and coming from you, that would scare a lot of people. I mean, that's all there is to it. I mean, especially when you're talking about giving him hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, I would either get a good insurance policy or get a short-term contract and let them show for a year or two that it's not been an issue. Thanks, Doc, very much. Appreciate it. Good information. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mike. All right, take care. Dr. Steve O'Brien. So for the camp that said, you know what, too risky, Doc is on your side. He thinks that you better get a good insurance policy. Well, I don't have to put words in his mouth. He just heard what he said. Uh, To recap, he clearly feels that there are some issues and some things to be worried about going forward with Durant off this Achilles tendon. He also said it does matter who does it. Now uh, we'll try to find out which doctor did it uh, because that'll be an interesting thing as far as what their history is there. Of course, there was a report. Now, only got it from a caller, but that he, we know he had the surgery. They already, he already said that. The question is, did he come to New York to get it or not? There was a rumor that he did. I don't know that he did or he didn't, uh, but we'll try to find that. Remember, patient care has to be given with permission. It's not allowed to be given out just, you know, willy-nilly, not allowed. It's against the law. 
Back after this. <laughs> 